Coaching Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. It's Michelle Prince, host of the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we shine the light on amazing people doing incredible things. And our guest today is somebody that I've known for for a couple of years now, and she definitely has a bright light, and I can't wait to tell you more about her. Um, First, real quick, just this episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing Group. Performance Publishing Group provides top quality, comprehensive book publishing services for soon-to-be authors. Uh, We are in the business of helping people to get their story out there and making their dreams of becoming an author, making those dreams come true. So if you're looking to write a book, check out performancepublishinggroup.com, where we can help you to to make it happen. All right, let's dive right in, because I want to introduce you to my my friend, Tracy Frederick. I say friend because we met uh, initially professionally, but we've definitely connected through the years. Um, but she's been a hairstylist for over 35 years. She does, you know, doing what she loves to do, making people beautiful, improving their outer appearance. Um, but they're also listening, hearing people, understanding their stories, listening to their struggles and their physical pains and traumas. And, you know, we've all been through something, as we know. Um, but she listens. And that has really played a huge part in her healing for other people. She began giving people words of wisdom and solutions to their current life s- situations, which comes natural to her. And she realized that she had a God-given intuitive ability to see into the lives of her clients, seek answers, and provide accurate knowledge to those who ask. Tracy has studied energy and further developed her abilities in order to perceive physical conditions of the body and relate them to underlying emotional causes. Although her current position is being a hairstylist, she also helps people overcome their current or past circumstances by reading their energy, giving them healing, energy healings, and teaching them how to move from a spiritual perspective. She credits her experience at Bookbound by the Sea as an instrumental, as being instrumental in jumpstarting a new passion from within by helping others see their inner beauty, not just their outward appearance. She gained the confidence needed to listen to the audio voice, audible voice of Jesus, who asked her to write her book. With the help of Michelle Prince and her amazing staff, thank you, um, she was able to finish writing her business card size book and publish it in less than six months after attending the workshop. I know she sold many, many copies. We are pointing people to her book in my new book that's coming out. So without further ado, let's just bring you on, Tracy. How are you doing? Hey, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. I really can't wait to dive in and tell my story. I know. I know. Well, we were talking a little bit even before we started. And, you know, I don't remember exactly how you got to Bookbound by the Sea, what our initial connection was, but I... I will never forget meeting you at that event because I know there was a lot of transformation going on that weekend. Um, yeah. People, but in particular for you, do you want to talk about that? I do. I do. Well, first of all, our connection was made because I was following um, Zig Ziglar and I got in touch with Tom Ziglar because I was interested in writing a book. And then he forwarded me to you. And when I called you, this was in, I think, October of um, 2018, maybe. Yes. And you were having the book bound by the sea, not till January. And I said, okay, sign me up. I was a little early for the game, but got signed up. And then that's where we actually made our connection was at book bound by the sea. 
in January. You know, and it's funny, and I'm not just saying this because you're on and it was, you were at that event, but there was something really extraordinary that happened in January, 2019. You know, I've been doing Bookbound since 2010. And so years and years and years. And for, for some reason, that particular event just had so much, um, energy transformational. Like you, I could feel the Holy spirit in the room. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's just something you, you, you can't even describe. <laughs> yes. And I didn't know a whole lot about energy at that point, but I could certainly feel it. Um, it was amazing. It was uh, unbelievable. The crowd, the people that were there, it's like we were all connected and everybody was so happy to be there. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience to just even be in that presence. Yeah. And I, of course, I can't take any of that credit because that was just literally every time I'm 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 not shocked anymore, but I, I just step back sometimes and I'm like, OK, just do do what you're what you need to do, God, because you've got this more than I do. But Something happened though, because I remember the first day you had decided that you wanted to do a book um, mm-hmm. and you signed up to do what, what we call our little business card books, our mini books. And then, but it was, or maybe it was the second day, first or second day, but it was the third day, the morning of the third day, I did a little devotional, um, which I write yeah. about in my book that's coming out um, because there's a funny story behind that. But you, something happened to you that morning in the devotional. It did. It did. So, well, I'll back up just a little bit. So Friday, you know, the the workshop was Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So Friday evening after the workshop was over, I went back to my hotel room and I started looking over my notes and what had happened, what made me decide that I even wanted to write a book was I had um, audibly heard the, the voice of God, Jesus, and it said, I want you to write a book. And I said, okay. And so I started writing this book and I had, uh, I saw small, uh, I saw some hands that made the motion and look like a small book. So I knew this was going to be a small book. I got the number three. Okay. It was going to be three chapters. So I started writing the book and it just flowed. I don't know where the information came from, but it just flowed and flowed and flowed. And then I finished uh, the third chapter. And then uh, a couple of days later, I'm at my desk and I, um, I just, all of a sudden I said, I'm not writing this book. People are going to think I'm crazy. What do I know about Jesus? They're going to think I'm a Jesus freak. What are they going to think about me? Who am I to talk about Jesus in a book? I'm not writing this book. And I just filed it away in my computer, but I still had the desire to write a book, just not that book. (laughs) So, so, and I had, uh, when I was, you know, asked to write the book, I also was given the title, the font, the color, everything. Everything was given to me. So I do make it to book down with the int- book bound uh, with the intention of writing a completely different book. Friday night, I'm going over my notes and I hear in my spirit, what about that other book? And I said, huh, I'm not here to write that other book. I'm not writing that book. I go on about my business, finish my notes. Next day is Saturday, all day Saturday. If I if I didn't hear it at least 15 times, I heard, well, what about that other book? What about that other book? And through gritted teeth, I said, I'm not here to write that other book. And then I go on about my business. Sunday morning comes, I go to the devotional. And as we gathered, um, someone starts to speak. And this person is directly across from me. And he's talking about an article that a friend of his wrote. 
And I had already been given the title to the book too. And the title of the book was Meet My Friend Jesus. So the person that was sitting directly across from me was had us all engrossed in this uh, description of this article that his friend wrote about Jesus. And finally, he says, and the title of the article is uh, My Friend Jesus. <laughs> and the hair, on the, whew, the hair on the back of my head stood up and I kind of slumped in my chair and I said, oh, you're talking to me, aren't you? And then immediately to my left, another girl, Teresa Wheeler stands up and she says, just stands up. And she says, you know, sometimes when God asks us to be obedient, we don't have to know why. We don't have to know when. We don't have to know any details. We just need to be obedient. And I slumped down in my chair and I said, you're really talking to me, aren't you? And God says, yes, I'm talking to you. And these words followed. If you write this book out of obedience to me, it will set the precedence for the rest of the books you will write. And I said, okay, I'm in. And I was just, I was just consumed and overcome with this overwhelming feeling. Uh, I knew I had to write this book. So I raised my hand and I say, uh, Michelle, um, I think I'm here to write a different book. And I gave a brief description of what happened and I'll never forget your words. And you said, Tracy, I'm here to help you write whatever book you want to write. And I exhaled and I said, okay. And it was at that moment when after that devotional service ended, I got to looking at the contract that I had signed on Saturday evening. I didn't realize, Michelle, at that until I looked at the contract that I had signed up to write the business card book, which was the small book. <laughs> it made perfect sense. The hands that I saw, it was a small book. So I decided I would go back home. So I started on Sunday. I completely started the seminar all over again. And I came home and I dug in my computer. I had filed that book away. I pulled it out, added one more chapter to it. And uh, I had a goal, which my goal, my birthday was in March. And my goal was to turn it into you by March, which I did. I was a couple of days early and it was a seamless process. So anyone that's interested in writing a book with Prince Performance Publishing, I highly recommend them. Very seamless process. Uh, the beginning of May, the book was actually published. And I did my own little book launch with my family, friends, and those who know me in June of that year. And yes, I have uh, sold several books. I've given a lot of books away. And uh, just for uh, fun, uh, I did hear the voice again say, um, you will not make any money off of this book. But I think what was meant by that was, you're not going to make a living selling this book. It's not that I can't sell the book, but it's not, you know. And so now you can get that book um, for free if you go to my website, www.tracyrfrederick.com. If you sign up for my mailing list, you can get an e-copy of that book for free. So, um, yeah, that's that's how it all happened. Well, so even as you were talking, I got some chills because I remember, well, I remember it also vividly, but also I remember how quickly you did get that book in, you know, because it was it was because it was three quarters of the way written already. Right. I just refused to be obedient. But once I agreed to be obedient, all I had to do was go to the computer and pull it out and touch it up a little bit. You know, and, you know, we're talking before, like that we've always felt this little connection. And it's interesting because, you know, my well, and I don't know how much of this, you know, but my story and why I wrote my first book is because I heard God tell me to write a book. 
am I to write a book? And, you know, you know, it's so it's just interesting. And, And it's not about for anybody who's listening. It's never that you're ready or that you are qualified even in in some ways, right? To to in our minds, what we think should be qualified to write a book, but it boils down to just obeying, you know? And then somehow it all works out. But but you know, I I do believe everyone has a story and and when we are just authentic. At the end of the day, our story is just being real with somebody else and saying, look, I either don't have it all figured out or maybe I figured something out. Either way, I'm here to help you. And you are helping people to find Jesus, which is. Yes, Yes, I I love Jesus. Jesus definitely is my friend. And this book is a very, very simple, simple, simple book. It's not rocket science by any means. But that was the message that he wanted me to get across is I am your friend. And you can talk to me about anything. You can talk to me about everything. And the words that came to me is uh, your story does matter. And what you have to say is important. And I want to hear your side of the story. Mm. That's what he told me to put in this book. I want to hear your side of the story. That is so awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. And what's funny, and I don't know how much you know about this, um, but what happened the morning of that devotional, I don't know if I ever shared this with you. I don't think so. So, Yeah, it was a three-day event and I'm a planner and I've been doing this event for so many years. So Obviously, we we plan long, far in advance before we get there, and every detail is kind of laid out. Well, the morning of that devotional, I realized I hadn't prepared a message in advance, like for real, like literally. I was like, I am such a planner too, so it was one of those like, oh my gosh, what what on earth am I going to talk about in this devotional? And and I felt like I heard in my spirit um, Jeremiah thirty two, which is uh, which at the time I wasn't even sure what that verse was, and when I went to it. The verses right in a book, all the words I have spoken to you. And it was in that moment, it clicked for me why I had been, because there was a time in my life I would ask God, like, why am I helping people to write books? I never wanted to get into books. Like, this is silly. But the whole point of a book and, and helping people with their stories, it's to tell, we need to tell our stories of what God's doing in our lives. And Absolutely. so, and that's what that devotional message was that morning. And, and so- Well, I I had no clue, but you pulled that off very seamlessly because (laughs) all you said was, I'm going to read, I'm going to read a scripture. And um, if anyone would like to elaborate on that, uh, anything they'd like to say or comment on that, and it didn't take two seconds and somebody started and it just flowed from there. And it's the fastest 45 minutes I've ever spent. (laughs) I mean, oh my goodness. Okay. So that was 2018. Now you've been doing a lot of different things and a lot of life events and a lot of, you know, all kinds of things happening. Do you want to fill us in whatever you want to fill us in that's been happening since you wrote? Well, so since I wrote the book, um, what basically has happened is uh, I continue to hear from God. I continue to hear the voice of God. And uh, so from there, I started to realize that I had an ability, an intuitive ability. Uh, we all, I want to stress this too. We all have intuitive abilities. We don't always pay attention. We don't always listen, but sometimes you just know things. Sometimes you hear things. Sometimes you see things, but we all have these intuitive abilities. And I had an experience, um, and I'm not going to go into any details with that, but I had an, I had an experience that showed me a physical condition that a client had. And for every physical condition, there's an underlying emotional cause. 
And when you can get to that underlying emotional cause, the physical body will heal. And so I was, it was revealed to me the underlying emotional cause of her physical condition. And I was able to see it. I was able to hear it. She had cancer and I was able to see the cancer in her body. And I was also told the emotions behind it, the emotional trauma behind why she had that cancer. And I eventually got up enough nerve to tell her about that. And when I told her what I heard, what I saw, she resonated with the information. And she said, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the information was correct. And so I began to work with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what happened out of that is I, I have now um, developed the skill of what's called medical intuition, which is where I can um, physically, I can look at someone's body, the inside of someone's body. I can perceive what's going on physically and I can um, find the emotional, mental, or spiritual cause of that ailment or condition. Now, that does not mean that you do not need medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't, that doesn't, you know, but Sometimes medicine does not heal emotional or mental wounds. So uh, they medicine does help to heal physical conditions. Um, and sometimes uh, sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, so that's what I work with people doing now is because of my disability. And I have chosen because I do feel like this is a God-given gift. I know it is. And I am constantly in direct com- communication with God. And I am simply the conduit for the information. I am not the healer. You are the healer. Once I give you the information, then it's up to you what you want to do with it. And if you want to go down that path and investigate the emotions behind that physical condition, then you can certainly heal yourself. And what I do, the other side of that that I do is a lot of times people will say, okay, now I have this information. I understand that my elbow is hurting me because I am uh, being inflexible about a decision that I need to make. But how do I, how do, I do that? What, what do I do with this information? So that's where the coaching part comes in. So I do also do empowerment coaching. I do energy readings uh, and healings, and I do empowerment coaching. So if, if someone needs help, they're stuck. I don't know how to stop that pattern way of thinking. I don't know how to move past that. I don't know how to uh, learn forgiveness. So that's what I help people with is how to take the next step, take some action that's going to help you to heal yourself. I don't heal you. I point you in the direction that so you can heal yourself. You know, it's interesting. Um, having done books for so many people through the years, I've heard so many different stories. And I had a conversation one time uh, with a doctor And I don't believe she ever moved forward with her book, but it was along those lines that basically our body holds trauma. I mean, I think we all have heard that to some degree, but, but to the point of it literally being like, there are certain, um, like breast cancer, for example, there are certain things that that very specifically could be tied to. doesn't mean that it's always the case, but, um, but she had all the scientific proof to back all this up. And I just found it fascinating because, you know, 
it's just so, I mean, it, it makes such sense that we yeah. yeah. Actually, there was a book, um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but the somebody that was high up for um, oh goodness, I'm I'm losing my the the, the children's Saint Jude. Saint Jude. Okay. Um actually I can't remember all the specifics, but it was they wrote a book about healing people with cancer. And it really was all about getting to that root cause. Doesn't mean the medical stuff isn't right. needed, but it really was, you know, just getting back to that initial trauma. So um, to your point there, gosh, we could all learn so much about yeah. that. Absolutely. And that's why I would love to work with uh, physicians because mm -hmm. they know, they know that a lot of times whenever they have a patient, um, uh, on the medical side, they've done everything that they can do for them, but they're just not healing. And that's a good indicator. And I hope the listeners um, pay attention to this. If you have been to a doctor, a physician, or a practitioner of some sort, and they just can't seem to be able to diagnose you, or they can't seem to figure out what's wrong, 99.9% .9 time, it's going to be mental, emotional, or spiritual. And those are the things that a physician has a little bit more difficulty diagnosing. Now, I don't diagnose. Uh, I want to make it clear. I'm not a physician and I do not diagnose people, but I, I can see the symptoms. I can see the cause. I can see all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I am not a doctor and I will, would not diagnose you with a condition but what happens is energy is going to congregate in the body to, and it's going to gravitate to a particular organ, muscle, um, veins, arteries, uh, limbs. It's that energy is going to gravitate. And so that's what I'm seeing. And that's what, um, that's the difference in what I do in versus what a physician would do. Right. So I'm looking for that blocked energy. And if you can move that energy out of there, oh my gosh. And that energy, Michelle this is how people move forward. It's when you get that aha moment and you say, oh my gosh, that's because of X, Y, Z. That's because I felt this way about my person that I'm in a relationship with, my mother, my father, um, whoever, my boss, my coworker. Oh, that's what that's about. When you can go there and you get that aha moment, it brings the awareness up. And then at that moment, you can heal that. And I'm telling you, healing can be in an instant. It can be quantum. It can be now. It doesn't have to drag out. So, yeah, there's so much to it. I mean, yeah, I've, I've also heard like unresolved forgiveness or unforgiveness. Is, is yes. That, that absolutely. Impacts and do you, yes. And do you and do you know what body part that lies in? Mm -mm. It lies in the aortic valve of the heart. When someone has been traumatized or um, cannot uh, find it within themselves to forgive another person, right. or they just can't let it go. For instance, um, I've seen people that you know have had issues with, I'm going to say as a child, maybe with their parent, grandparents, or whatever, some type of childhood issue. Or it could also be with someone that you are in a relationship. It could be a coworker. Um, you felt someone wronged you. 
And you just can't find it in your heart. Listen to this. You can't find it in your heart to forgive someone. It will affect the backside of the aortic valve, which is the main pumping station of your heart. I have seen it on more than one occasion. I have talked to people that have lost loved ones that had heart issues. Mm-hmm. And when I when I have perceived that their issue was a heart valve, the, they are, they are, the aortic valve, they could confirm that, yes, this person lived in a state of unforgiveness, couldn't let things go, just mm-hmm. couldn't, couldn't find a way. So uh, the heart, you know, we can't live without a heart. And, and that is something that I am extremely passionate about. I, I'm wanting so desperately to work with a heart surgeon. Um, but yeah, if you can find a way to, uh, you know, do some forgiveness work and this very, it can be very difficult for people to do that. That's why, that's what, that's what coaching can help you to do. But also the heart is not just about unforgiveness. The heart is where, where we receive love. So if you are not in a state where you can receive love from someone else or you can give love to someone else, it also is going to affect your heart. It may not affect the aortic valve, but it's going to affect another area of your heart. Yeah, it could. It's it's just different, different areas of the heart giving and receiving. If you're giving and receiving is off, it's going to affect your heart. So if you if you a giver 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 and you do and do and do for everyone else but you never receive, then then your body can get out of balance and that will affect different parts of your body as well, not just the heart. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so your hips a lot of times will will it will give you issues if you're giving and receiving is off. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. It is just fascinating, and at the mm-hmm. end of at the center of it all, God created us right. Yep. And, everything mm-hmm. about us and, and knew, um, you know, what, what good or bad, what our story was going to be, but, yeah. um, it is just amazing. Even long before there was medical help, you know, we were, we were created and then, you know, and issues were probably. Yeah. It's, it's a part of our, it's a part of our soul, you know, and it's, uh, when your soul needs you to learn a lesson, it's going to teach you that lesson. And it's going to give you signals through the body. And when we don't pay attention to what our body is saying, and we just ignore the symptoms, the signs, the aches, the pains, the discomfort, Mm -hmm. when we start to ignore that, then at some point, the body's going to start to scream much louder and you will not have a choice. So then at that point, you're going to find yourself at a practitioner's office. What can I do for this? What can I do for that? Yeah. And um, and I'm not to say that, you know, sometimes when ailments go un, um, unnoticed for quite a while, then, yes, it's going to manifest into something physical and you will need some type of physical um, medicine or whatever. But in conjunction with that, if you can deal with the emotions of that and clear it up, you will get much better, much faster. Wow. Well, you are definitely doing I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's a, it's maybe a little shifted, but it's still focused on helping people. And that's where your heart always has been. And yeah. yeah. Um, so and these shows go so fast and I hate it because I, I want to keep okay. talking, but I do want to ask a couple more questions. So yeah. meet meet my friend. Jesus was your first is your first book. Do you think there are additional books coming out? There are so many books. I just need to sit down and start <laughs> putting them into 
there's lots of books, lots and lots and lots of books. Um, I really have the desire to, you know, do some, the smaller books are just really easy for people to handle. They're easy for people to understand. They're quick. You know, we live in a fast paced world and people want, um, they want to know stuff now and quick and easy. So I do have a desire to do some more of the little small books and then eventually, you know, I definitely do some bigger books. Yeah. I just, I have a lot to say. <laughs> you do have a lot to say. And, 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 and this, our stories are always evolving. So um, tell us again where people can get that, the book for, for a free download. I okay. So you can go to my website, which is tracyrfrederick.com. It's T-R-A-C-Y-R Frederick, F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K.com. And once you go to the website, it's going to ask if you want to join my mailing list. If you join my mailing list, you will get the uh, you'll, you'll get an email and it'll give you the opportunity to download that for free. It's a little ebook. Yeah, you can have it for free. Awesome. Yeah. So wrap. Oh, go ahead. Were you about to say? Something? Well, I was going to say uh, you can. Uh, yeah. And pass it out. Pass it along. If you want a hard copy, uh, I need to get some more because I just ran out. <laughs> but I was, I, yeah, I can do a hard copy through the mail if someone wants, but just um, there's a way to contact me through my website. If you want a hard copy, just do a contact, just fill out, fill out the contact info there and I'll see that getting you a hard copy. Perfect. So as we wrap it up and, you know, having gone through the process of writing a book, but also just, you know, identifying your strengths, your gifts, your talents, and, you know, what maybe you were created to do, any advice you would give to someone listening now? Because and I'll preface it by saying, I know there's people out there that were just like you before you came to Bookbound, that maybe there was some inkling of an idea or or, or maybe they were getting a little nudge to do something. <laughs> well, Any advice you would share with them? Absolutely. So um, this is one thing that I'd like to say is, um, first of all, that you're right. Everybody has a book within them. And, uh, you know, it was... It was fear that held me back from from not pursuing it to start with. And that's the egoic mind that got in the way that that's the voice that said, you can't do this. Who are you or whatever? So I ask your listeners to listen to the voice. What voice are you listening to? Are you listening to the voice of God that says, hey, do this and I'm behind you? Or are you listening to the voice of the egoic mind that says you're not good enough? No one wants to hear what you have to say. It's not important. And I want you, I, I really, that's my suggestion. Listen to the voice of God. Listen to the voice of your soul because that's your soul speaking to you. And the way this truly works is that, you know, there's a huge connection between the mind, the body, and the soul. And what happens is the soul conceives it. The mind is going to think it and the body is going to experience it. So. In reference to writing a book, the soul wants you to write the book. The mind is where the ideas are going to be given to you. And writing the book is the action and the experience that you're going to physically have. So there, that's the mind, mind, body, soul connection. And I think it truly works out perfectly with, with people writing books. It so does. And the mind, by the way, is the person that's trying to, or, or is the part that's trying to tell you who do you think you are? Absolutely. That's the <laughs> egoic. To it. Right. Do not listen to that egoic part of your mind. Because if I would have listened to that part, then I would not have written my book. I would not have pursued what my soul really wanted me to do. 
and and I again would, would tell the listeners when you follow your soul, your heart, which is your heart's desire, you never go wrong. Oh. You never go wrong. And so listen, listen to what you're being prompted to do because it's all for a reason, it's all for a purpose. And God knows the higher purpose. We don't know it, but just listen and put it into action and let go of the fear and call Michelle because she can help you out. <laughs> it was such a, and I, I have to say, it was such a great experience. Bookbound, I did Bookbound by the Sea, and that was such a great experience for me. And I want everyone to know that. And I, I can't thank you and your staff so much for all that you've done for me. And I can't wait to have you publish more books for me. Oh, thank you, Tracy. You're so, You're so welcome. welcome. You're so welcome. Well, it's pleasure is all mine. Truly ditto. I enjoy working with you as well. And I'm just so proud of you. And I'm proud of you for, for not just, you know, getting nudged, but actually obeying and doing what you felt like you were called to do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, also, I don't know if you told your listeners, but I'm in your next book. <laughs> you are. Yes. As a matter of fact, so Shine Through Your Story is the book that's coming out in April that nobody really knows about yet because I haven't really told the world yet, but I will be very shortly. But Tracy's story is actually in one of the chapters in detail of what really happened and the transformation that took place with her at Bookbound. So can't wait for you to read it when it comes out. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you, Tracy. All right, everybody listening, this is your chance. Go ahead and follow your nudge, whatever it is that you're hearing. Um, I do believe that that God gives us those uh, nudges because he does want us to, to he does want us to fulfill our dreams and our goals yeah. and our desires. So um, check out, get that book, go to Tracy's website, and we will see you next time on the Power of Authority Spotlight. much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.